MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN and they're offering 70% off if you go to ipvanish.com slash SGP. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. And make sure to check our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Good evening, everybody. Um, welcome to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne, northeast of England. Today is uh, Thursday, July the 21st, and we are here to handicap as much as we can the slate of games for Friday, July the 22nd in MLB. Uh, it's a three-way go tonight. Uh, first off, introducing uh, Mr. Noah Benick. Noah, what's happening, man? He's on mute. Yeah, I muted myself at the beginning of the podcast. I got the sniffles today. Not feeling too well. Um, I'm, uh, you know, not feeling too well, but, you know, I've gotten a couple of comments. I changed my profile picture on Twitter. I don't currently have a mullet. I just really love that picture. <laughs> I saw that picture and I stared at it. This might make you feel uncomfortable. I stared at it for a good couple of minutes, wondering what was going on. It was quite, it was a very busy picture, Noah. Let's put it that way. Yeah, it is. I, I have a cut off <laughs> I have a cut off flannel uh, in that photo, but I just got flow right now. That's all I got. Yeah, um, the mullet's all the rage. There's got, I reckon, about fifty-five percent of uh, all men in this country have got a mullet at the moment. It's it's very much the uh, the the go-to hairstyle. I was a year early. That's that's what I'll say. Mate, you've always been ahead of your time. That's what they say about you. There, there um, we go. Can, I was a, I was a year early podcasting about gambling. So there you go. Um, also joining us is more of your classic uh, good-looking gentleman, Mr. Dylan Rockford. Dylan, how you doing? How's it going, boys? Good to be back. Uh, I was with Moon off yesterday. Glad to be with you boys today. No, uh, no mullet for me, but uh, <laughs> no, uh, I, I actually, I, I did the same thing. I stared at the profile picture for a good minute, two minutes, and I was like, this could be an album cover of like a country. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I, I love the picture. It came out so well, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I was just like, this is the profile. This is a good profile picture, but it's a year old. But I whatever. think you now need to grow the mullet back now. I mean, I, it's there. I could just cut it right now if yeah. I wanted to, but I like yeah, it. If you, if you lost the sides, yeah, back in the game, yeah. There it's a go. strong look, Noah. That's what we'll see. That's Thank a, you. Thank you, guys. A very strong look. Um, okay, so I said at the top of the show, we will try our best to handicap the slate of games. What we've got here, people, is a 14-game slate, um, and I think we can cover eight of them. Um, the break, the all-star break, has meant that teams are still... Um, formulating plans for the second half, playing silly buggers with the pitches, just um, not quite being uh, ready to announce the pitches. Obviously, why not? They don't have to be. Uh, Dylan recorded with Moon after last night. It was only a four-game slate. And even we had pitching changes even then from the games that they recorded. So um, little point in speculating anything we don't know about. So we'll go through the games chronologically. Uh, we will pass over the ones where we don't have any pitches and therefore odds, because like I say, um, you don't need to hear us speculating. It is entirely futile. And we'll concentrate on the uh, bits and bobs that we do know stuff about. But I'll go through them um, as they would kick off, get underway. We will start with um, a 640 um Eastern first pitch. It's worth pointing out, actually, that all of these games are free on MLB.com. Uh, I think it's just tomorrow, maybe. I don't think it's all weekend. Uh, but these are all free games as well. So uh, you can get yourself um, across and watch a game or two. Uh, the St. Louis Cardinals in the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, I have got Adam Wainwright uh, going for St. Louis. And Graham Ashcraft is going for the Reds. Uh, no lines uh, thus far. On this one, even though I think we've got both the pitchers going, um, but I'll throw this across to 
Dylan, because we do have starting pitches without lines. So we're kind of halfway there, Dylan. So did you manage to handicap this one? Yeah, I actually made the Cardinals a minus 150 favorite. Reds plus 150, minus one and a half for the Cardinals, plus 116. Uh, plus one and a half is a minus 116. As for the total, I made it 9.4. <clears throat> yeah, so Malcolm, I, I did make uh, the Cardinals a favorite with Wainwright on the on the mound. But if the, if the line opens up and the Reds open up as a big underdog, I could see myself here taking the home puppy. Adam Wainwright is just not the same pitcher on the road than at home he's one and one against the reds this year with a 5.25 era so he's given up some runs and with uh graham ashcraft he's a guy you want to fade on the road but back at home 267 era he's only yeah. given up nine runs in 30 innings so really good stuff there in cincinnati so the cardinals they're not they're not a really good uh team on the road either so maybe this is a spot where we could take advantage of a nice plus price because i do think the reds will open up as uh underdog so depending on the price, I could probably see myself on the Reds here. Um, my handicap was exactly the same. You've, it's it's almost like you read off my notes. Uh, um, decent at home, 264 home ERA. Um, I didn't know what price the Reds would be. Did you, you reckon about plus 150, Dylan, you made that? Yeah, I made the Cardinals a minus 150 favorite. That's incredible. Yeah, I'm... Uh, yeah, all over the Reds here at plus 150. Uh, Wayne Wright's given up four earned runs in each of his last two road starts. He's got a road ERA of uh, 4.1. I'm expecting the Cincinnati Reds to have a little bit of a better second half to the season. Although, um, as a group, um, we all quite fancied the Cardinals um, to, to chase down the Brewers' second half. But yeah, we'll, we'll do it brick by brick. And yeah, I thought the Reds were good value here. Noah, what did you think? Yeah, I'm right there with both of you guys. And it's, again, like we're going against that strong statement that we made in our two podcasts ago now in the second half preview pod where we were so high on the Cardinals. And one of those reasons is because they have 11 games against the Reds here, but all three of us are going <laughs> with the Reds. It's, it's great. It's just, it's just baseball. It's amazing. It's, I, I really, I really, it's Carpenter in Cincinnati, which is a good hitter's park. And for some reason, Ashcraft does well in Cincinnati. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but um, I, I, I think you got to keep playing red. Yeah, absolutely. We will keep playing red. Um, next up, 7.05 Eastern first pitches. The Chicago Cubs at the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, we have, I'm going to get his name right, Justin Steele. I think I've called him Luke Steele and Jason Steele <laughs> over the last Jason. two podcasts. Yeah. So we go with Justin tonight. Uh, we'll change his name next week. Justin Steele, <laughs> left-handed pitcher, goes for the Cubs. And Kyle Gibson goes for the Phillies. Uh I do have some lines on this one. Uh, the Cubs Yay. are plus 115. Uh, the Phillies are minus 136. The total here is set at nine. Uh, and Noah, you can you can take on the Cubs at the Phillies. This wasn't my game, was it? Yes. Was it? Yeah, I no. think so. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. I think so. <laughs> I'll, yeah, well, I'll take it if you can. Can you take it? <laughs> Yeah, I got you. Um, yeah, I give me the Phillies here, Malcolm. I actually made them a much heavier favorite. I made the Phillies all the way at minus 170. So I am kind of surprised wow. to see them at a minus 135. It's kind of a short favorite. So this is going to be a strictly fade on the Cubs and Justin Steele. They, the, the Cubs, they've lost nine of their last 10 games. They got lucky. They beat the Mets one time going into the break. And Steele, he's lost three straight starts on the road. So Phillies, they're coming off sweeping the mark. So I think they continue to roll here at home. I'm going to trust a better team and the better pitcher in Gibson. So give me the Phillies here at home. I'll add to what yeah, you said. Steele, he's he's lost his last three straight. And on the road in Philadelphia, the Cubs, they're one and five in their last six games. They're two and nine straight up against Philadelphia in their last 11 games. No, you see, I am, <laughs> I'm, all, I'm, all, I'm all in with Steele. He's been my guy now for about... For about a month or more, um, two ninety eight ERA in his last seven. I think his last start at Milwaukee gave up one earned run uh, over six and two thirds. So he, Steele's been kind to me over the last month or so, so I feel like I owe him. Um, I owe him a little bit of faith here. Um, I did enjoy Gibson's last outing. Uh, he pitched well last time, so all of that led me to this under. I think the total uh, will be at nine. I've got a little feeling, um, having watched the. Um, first game of the doubleheader tonight between the 
Astros and the Yankees, a game in which Ming and Dylan landed our lock of the day, uh, might I just add. Um, the, the, the bats might just take a day or two just to sharpen up again a little bit. The pitchers will be on the same rest pretty much, the same five days. So I think the pitchers could just be a little bit ahead um, of the hitters as well. So, yeah, under nine, I think. So, yeah, Steele's... Um, people look at his numbers superficially um, and they're happy to fade him. But he's been going all right lately, so um, I'll take the under nine on this one. Uh, Maybe the first up. five. Do you like the Cubs? Uh, no, they can't score any runs. I think first five under, if you want. Um, it's good. It'll be. It could be nothing. Nothing. It could be one nil Philly after five. But yeah. So if they um, can't score any runs, are we taking Philly? <laughs> I'm taking the under. What's wrong with you? <laughs> God's sake. <laughs> Clothy as you boys. Um, <laughs> Seven ten Eastern first pitch um, is the. San Diego Padres at the New York Mets, which is you Darvish against Max Scherzer. Uh, really nice looking pitching matchup this one. Good looking game. Um, let me find these lines for you. Uh, San Diego are plus 154. The Mets are minus 185. Total here is low, six and a half. And Darvish is eight and four, has a 341. ERA has pitched 108 and one third with 100 strikeouts. Uh, Max Scherzer is six and one with a 2.22 ERA, 69 and has pitched 90 strikeouts. Um, Darvish has been better lately, 3.55 ERA in his last five. Um, he's been worse on the road, but I think that is um, his general form was worse at the time uh, when he was pitching those road games. I don't think it's a genuine split. I just think it's a, it's a form thing. He was, he was out of form. He's come back into a little bit of form. Uh, so I'm not unduly worried about that road form. He's faced the Mets once this season, um, pitched seven scoreless innings. So positives there. Um, Max Scherz has just been lights out. His last five games, uh, a 141 ERA is 2-0 over that span. Again, as I've just mentioned, I think the SPs might be a little bit ahead of the rusty bats. Now, six and a half is incredibly low. Um, shop around, there's got to be a seven somewhere. People, you'll find a seven. Um, I'd lean the Mets, uh, but minus 185 is a little bit prohibitive. But I'll happily take the under. Uh, and I actually thought you could parlay those two things. I could take New York Mets to win. Um, and the score going under might be a decent play in this one, even though it's a little bit exotic for us. Uh, Dylan, your New York Mets. Yeah, uh, I do. I'm just laughing at Jeff's comments because I do owe him an article. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I do. I do like the Mets here with Scherzer on the mound, but I'm going to attack the total. I'm going to go a different way. Uh, I know we have two good pitchers here, but I think we've gone a little too far. I made my total 7.8. So I think we see some runs in this one. Four out of the last five games between these two clubs have gone over this number. And I... Maybe you could get away from it. I just can't get away with how bad you Darvish is on the road. He's not the same pitcher that he is at home. So I'm going to fade him. I think both teams are able to score some runs. Six and a half is way too low. I'm going to go over here. Uh, Noah? Yeah, I think I'm going to resort to a team total on the Mets. I, I do think maybe the bats come out a little bit slower, but I think uh, the Mets play much better at home than on the road, like we've known. Um, so, and Scherzer, I don't think there's any question in his form right now. And like we mentioned, Darvish is a little bit worse on the road than at home. Um, Jeff Fox is in the chat. Jeff Fox spends a good portion of his week researching British terms of abuse that he can call me on Slack. He just for no reason other than he enjoys it. So I'll, I'll wake up in the morning just to a volley of abuse with a lot, with some new words and terms that Jeff's used. So he's still running there. He just called me a tosser uh, just for the sake of it. Like, um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's one of Jeff's hobbies. Um, yeah. Insano likes the, uh, the first five under there. Um, in the Mets game. So nice to see everyone interacting in the chat box, even if they are abusing me. Love um, to see it. 7.05 Eastern first pitch is the Miami Marlins at the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, it's Braxton Garrett. Uh, the lefty goes for the Marlins. Uh, this is a TBD for Pittsburgh. No pitcher, no odds. I am happy to pass this over. Thompson. You've got what? Brubaker or Thompson? That's just my gut. I think it's either Brubaker or Thompson. I thought oh, it well, was Katana. They're both so ready. That's they're both resting. brilliant. 
That's about as much use as a glass eye, that information, boys. Uh, so we will gloss over that one. We've got nothing else to tell you. Um, 705 Eastern there first pitch. That's what, that's what we're doing. It's like, why even talk about it? Mean, well, you guessed the two pitches, which is entirely unhelpful in itself. And then Dylan threw a third one in. So three pitches, none of which and we fucking know if that's true or not. And we're still talking about it. Um Oh, actually, yeah, but um, Insane just pointed out that, yeah, yeah, the, the 38 inning scoreless streak for Miami. Oh, that's wow. incredible. I mean, that that's probably lasted over a week now as well with a little and, break in between. Malcolm, this is the team that we were talking about. They're just banged up right now. They don't have any starts. This was, this was their sleeper game because they do have most of them back. The only one that is still out is Jazz. But this was a team that throughout that inning scoreless streak is they were just banged up. John Birdie's been out as well. So they had Joey Wendell leaning off to him. And Birdie is having a bit of a career season in terms of the stolen bases. He, he somehow managed to to wangle himself on base occasionally and then just takes off. But without yeah. that, um, that was one of their tactics to get the odd one or two runs that they used to get at home. And now they can't even do that. So, yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a mess, all things told. Um Seven oh five Eastern is the New York Yankees at the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, Jameson Tyone for the Yankees, and Tyler Wells goes for Baltimore. Uh, we can price this one up for you if I can find it. There it is. New York are minus one seventy. Baltimore plus one forty-two. Tolia is set at nine, and Dylan, this is you. Yeah, no official play here, but you might want to fade the Yankees, in my opinion. Playing a doubleheader here in Houston, now having to travel to Maryland where they're going to be playing an Oriole team who they're very pesky at home, 25-17 and 17 straight up. Moonoff and myself also talked about how bad Tyon has been yesterday and just can't get you can't back him right now. So hopefully the price continues to get better for them because I, I see myself taking a shot here with the Orioles as well. So you got to imagine the trade deadline Line coming up the Yankees can we really say they have a number two pitcher besides Cole be going one who Nestor nasty oh, yeah I, I don't I don't know if he <laughs> maybe maybe for you guys but over here on the east coast they are not thrilled and they need to go get a number two so maybe a guy like Frankie Montas Luis Castillo I don't think they could confidently say Nestor's going to be their number two are the Yankees ever comfortable they, they no. just see a name out there but they have 27 championships they'll never be comfortable <laughs> Yeah, so I saw Castillo linked. I think that would be a that would yeah. be a smart move. Yeah, again, looking on the surface of this, Tyone looks like a strong player with the, the ten and two record, but he's given up twenty one runs in his last twenty seven innings pitched. Um, he's not been great on the road. The Yankees looked a little bit rusty tonight. There was no sign of Stanton tonight, um, and again, Baltimore absolutely rolling and uh, Tyler Wells is um, going along really well as well. Two eighty one. In his last five, he's got a 276 home ERA. Um, he started three games against the Yankees this season and has a 257 ERA in those. So I think at the prices, um, you have to take Baltimore, like Dylan says. So, yeah, give me the uh, the home puppy. Uh, Noah, did you have a play on this one? I'm on the home dog, too. I think the Baltimore's actually had the Yankees number this year. They played pretty well against the Yankees, and I think this is just uh, pure gambling 101 it's a spot and there's a couple of these spots they're just awful awful travel situations another one is miami going from miami to texas after a one-day game after coming from um where were they at previously either way they're going from miami to pittsburgh after one game against texas in the afternoon um this is just the second of a couple that are just kind of uh makeup games from the beginning of the season you know Okay, next up is um, something we know absolutely nothing about. Uh, the Toronto Blue Jays are taking on the Boston Red Sox at 7-10 Eastern. Uh, no picture for the Blue Jays. No official picture for the Red Sox, but we won't, I suspect it's Nate Eovaldi. Um No lines. There you go as a result. So hands up if anyone wants to point anything out or we can crack on. No, sir. We have no hands up here. Yeah, so no, nothing on that one. We'll uh, we'll carry on. Um, when the lines do come out, the place to get them with the reduced juice is the uh, at the win, um, where you can still use the 
bet $50 to win $200 promotion, uh, where a $50 bet will qualify you for up to 200 bucks in free bets. Um, if you are betting baseball, like I said, the reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet MLB. You're kind of getting minus 105 on both sides. Um, anything that's a bit of a coin flip, so um, something that is tricky as baseball to turn a profit in, that little bit of reduced juice might just help you get you uh, get you over the line uh, and into the profit column there. Uh, the Encore Beach Club uh, fantasy football competition is still running as well. Bet $500 uh, and you'll be entered to win that contest, which includes a two-night state win resort for you and your entire league. Um, loads to choose from. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. Offer subject to change. T's and C's at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And also, uh, check out our new Discord server. Um, loads of fun in there. It has replaced our Slack channel. Um, the perfect place to interact and sweat all your bets with the SGPN crew um, or get abused by people who've learned uh, new British words to call your names. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Next, 7.20 Eastern first pitch. The LA Angels at the Atlanta Braves. We've just had pitchers go up for this, um, at least one of them recently. So I've got no lines, but we do have pitchers. So I can give you, uh, we can give you half a handicap. Shohei Otani is the man on the hill for the Angels. And Charlie Morton um, has just been declared by the Atlanta Braves. Um, I'll do one more check for lines. I don't have any. Again, um, hands up. Always, if you do, you can just interrupt yeah, me. No, nothing? No, sir. Um, Otani is 9-4. and four. Uh, 2.38 ERA has pitched 87 innings. With zero ninety nine whip, Charlie Morton is five and four, uh, with a four forty five ERA, ninety nine, and is pitched one hundred and fourteen strikeouts. Um, Otani's just been lights out. I think I don't know if I could back the Angels in this position. Morton's been better. Um, he struggled a little bit this season, but he's got a three thirteen um, in his last five. Uh, is ERA there three thirteen? I wouldn't really know what to do with this one because I just can't. I, I don't think I could ever bring myself to put some money on the ends. I don't know what position or what the matchup or the situation would have to be for me to think, oh yeah, I think the Angels will win that. I'm not sure that um, situation exists at the moment. Yeah. Um, Personally, this, is I'm, the, this is the Shohei Otani effect too. They're probably going to open as a favourite. I think I think he yeah. can be on the Braves. The Braves, yeah, the Braves are much, much the better team. Um, if I saw a total that was... Um, eight and a half I might lean towards the under but you're not going to see that either I've got like I say I've got without seeing any numbers I don't want to give a line it's, it's speculation but um, I think the Braves will be overpriced because because of the presence of Otani so um, Dylan of the, the top you read what, what lines do you think this might uh, emerge as? Uh, you got to th- I, I agree with Noah. I think they might open up either a small favourite or close to a pick just because based off his name but I there's no way I could bet the Angels right now. They're just no. they're broken. And even as bad as Uncle Charlie <laughs> has been, I gotta back the the Braves here at home. So hopefully we could get plus price with them, but I, I doubt it. I, I think as soon as the lines open, everyone's gonna hammer the Braves. I don't know. Is um is Mike Trout back? Do we know? Uh, uh, no, he's, he, he's not. No, he's out. No, he, so. he didn't yeah, play in the All Star game. No. Yeah, he's still day to day. Trade him. Oh. Okay, um, next is... Get out of here with that. It's another, another game we've got nothing much about is 8-10 Eastern, the Tampa Bay Rays and the Kansas City Royals. Drew Rasmussen is going for Tampa Bay, but we do not know who's going uh, for the Kansas City Royals. I have no lines. I have no further information. Dylan, anything you want to tell us about this? No, I have no idea who's going for uh, the Royals. I suspect it might be Zach Greinke. But if it is, still can't back him. I like the Rays. Yeah, especially on the road. Crank is uh, much better mm-hmm. in Coffin Stadium. Okay, we do have some uh, pitches and lines on this next game, uh, which is the 8-10 first pitch between the Cleveland Guardians and the Chicago White Sox. These two teams, they don't play each other about 27 times running before the break. 
and have yeah. to stray back into it. it was get, I know the Tigers, it was like the three of them, it was like they were having a little a little round robin, the Tigers, the Guardians and the White Sox. Um, yeah, stray back into this one. So no official pitches, but I'm fairly confident that Cal Quantrill is going to go for Cleveland and that Lucas Giolito will go for the White Sox. And I think the books must be happy with that too because we do have lines of Cleveland plus 140, yeah. the White Sox minus 166, and a total here is set at eight. Uh, Noah, did you handicap this one off the list? Yeah, this was my column. I got I got this one. I got you, Malcolm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of removing most of the trends from like my handicapping just because of the all-star break, you know? Nice, clean slate for most yeah. of these teams, hopefully. So the one thing that I will keep, though, is Cleveland's 6-3 and three in their last nine games against the White Sox here. <clears throat> nice. With Cleveland as an underdog uh, going up against Lucas Giolito, who's been a mixed bag this year, I think it's a great price for Cleveland. Like you mentioned, it's a good feeling. Uh, it's it's a source that we've used most of the year predicting these pitchers a day before. Uh, it's Cal Quantrill. He's 6-5 and five with 10 quality starts this year. He's got a 375 ERA, 63 strikeouts, 30 walks, and 100.2 innings pitched on the season. He is a 6-11 ERA in his last four road starts. He's got a 584 ERA in two games against the White Sox. Um, for Lucas Giolito, he's 6-5 and five with seven quality starts, 469 ERA, 102 strikeouts, 52 walks, or 32 walks, my handwriting's bad, 88.1 innings pitched on the year. He's his 537 home ERA. He's pitched against Cleveland twice this year, only surrendering one earned run in 13.1 innings pitched. Yes, I like Lucas Giolito's numbers against Cleveland. I like, or I don't like Quantrill's numbers against White Sox, but when you give me this price on Cleveland, given that they've had some good success against the White Sox this year, I think we have seen this is one of those situations where we talk about red or black on the roulette when red's popped up twice. I'm yep. going black. I think I, li- I like Cleveland on the price. Okay, the dogs are barking tonight. That's it's uh, our third fancy price dog that's been offered up tonight. Uh, Dylan, where do you uh, come down on this one? Yeah, make that another dog here, Malcolm. I got to back my boy, Cal Quantra, here at this price. I needed at least a plus 140 to take a shot with them. Now, Cal, he is better at home, but he has had success against the White Sox just a few games back. He went six strong innings. I think we get another strong outing from him, and for whatever reason, the White Sox are just not a good team at home. So I don't know what it is. I I think we're getting too big of a price here with uh, the Guardians. So I'll take them at plus 142 um everything screamed over at me when i looked at this game uh the numbers that noah's just given us about Quantrill, he he gave up four earned runs against the white Sox on july yeah, the 11th so dylan's point he went six strong at two starts but he gave up four earned runs in both of them yeah yeah exactly and that's en- that's enough to get it done gee leto's home era is 530 um so i think both uh pitchers both teams can contribute here i think the white Sox just about um that series they had before the all-star break uh, maybe got them back on track and they needed to go well in that series and the, the kind of they did. So, uh, but I think both can contribute here. So the over eight at minus 115 uh, look like a reasonable um, I like play that. to me. Yeah, yeah, I like the over, Malcolm. I set my total at 8.7. Oh, way over then. Um, money in the bank, gents. 8.10 <laughs> Eastern first pitch is the Colorado Rockies at the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, Antonio Senzatella is the pitcher for the Rockies and Corbin Burns draws the start for the Brewers. Um, I have some lines somewhere. There they are. Uh, Colorado are uh, a shade over two to one here, plus two or five. The Brewers are a prohibitive minus two fifty. Total set at seven. Uh, Senzatella three and five with a four ninety five ERA has pitched sixty innings with thirty four strikeouts. Uh, Corbin Burns is seven and four. As a 2.14 ERA has pitched 113 and two thirds with 144 punches. Um, Sensatella has been okay, and by okay, I mean kind of predictable, um, pre- sort of slightly below average. Um, he's got a 6.86 road ERA, which is not okay. Uh, short sample, four, four games started, but he'd be good for three or four in runs basically tomorrow. Um, Corbin Burns, on the other hand, uh, 129 ERA in his last five. 
Um, he'll, he'll be absolutely fine here. But couple that with the fact that I'm still kind of out on the Brewers. They've lost three in a row. Um, I haven't seen them hit well or score many runs for ages. This was another one where I thought you could parley um, the home team with the under, but like the Mets against the Padres earlier on. Um, and I was happy to take that again. So, yeah, I think Milwaukee will, but obviously minus 250 is not going to make you rich. Uh, but stick that with the under and that'll be a viable price. So I'm going to, uh, I'm going to offer that up as a little as a little bit. Uh, the Brewers to win uh, with the under seven. Uh, Noah, what do you make of that? I don't have much analysis analysis on this game. I like the under as, as well. Um, but what was the total that you gave out on the White Sox Guardians? I think it moved. Eight. Okay, eight. Yeah, that's what I have. I, I thought I saw it eight and a half earlier. But, yes, it's it's going down. I like the over there. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Dylan, um, Rockies at Brewers. Yeah, uh, Malcolm, so that two, if you combine the Brewers and the under like you just did, it's a plus 176 parlay. So nice. Nice little plus price there. Uh, trying to get some value any way we can here. So I'm going to take a shot. Give me the Brewers here on the run line. I was w- willing to lay up to a minus 120. I was able to get a minus 105 on the run line. I think it's some good value with the better team, in my opinion. We talked about this a ton on the pod. We got to fade the Rockies on the road. And sometimes in good spots, we'll back them at home. But they're 15 and 27 on the road. The Brewers, they're all right at home, but they are 40 and 32 when they're the favorite. I think Burns is going to shut them down. I think they get a win at home comfortably. So give me the Brewers minus one and a half here. Muna, um, I think there was, or Malcolm, I think there was a little uh, coalition there with Moonoff and Jeff in the comments because if you look at the term that he just called us, I, I think there was something there. Cool, does that Cooley Bobs? Does that Cooley Bobs? What does that mean? I have no idea. I think Moonaf's been on the shisha pipe or something. Um, <laughs> From earlier. It probably, is, it, it, it probably is something <laughs> offensive, but I don't know what it is. Um, I definitely know what a tosser is, but this is a, this is a family show, so I'm not going to go into that. Um, I'll tell you what, the the, uh, the picks that we've given out, we're all going to be rich, so that's the yeah. good news. Um, I'm going to stroll into work tomorrow and throw my resignation at the boss uh, because we've got... Yeah, we've got a shitload of plus price winners uh, going tomorrow night. Um, 9.40 Eastern first pitch. Is, this is going to be a pretty easy gloss over. Um, the Washington Nationals at the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, no pitcher for either side, therefore no lines. Anything to add on that, boys? No, just fade the Nationals. Yeah, D-backs are home fade- against the Nationals. This is one of those toilet bowl games. Fade the Nationals and fade the D-backs. And also, before we move on real quick, I've also heard, because you know Juan Soto, he's on the trade block, uh, a lot of teams are unwilling, like the Mets, are unwilling to take Patrick Corbin's contract. Yes, so. I saw that. Yeah, I saw the list of... Off Corbin with Soto, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> the list of... Um prospects that the Mets offered and it was that long I didn't even read it to the end it was like the Mets have offered and it was a good three inches worth of uh, screen devoted yeah. to the to the amount of prospects that the that the Duffer hey, um, but the Cardinals they'll take on all the starting pitching they need yeah so yeah uh, yeah Patrick Corbin is the <laughs> <laughs> it's the flying. That's kind of like moving in with your girlfriend, but having to take your grandma with you to, yeah. to move in as well. It's a, uh, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a poison chalice. Speaking, that one. speaking of, Munaf says this is nothing close to a family show. I think he. Yeah, that is family. actually. Yeah, that is very true. Actually, very true. And we do, but it's, it's after the watershed where I am. I'm allowed to swear it's after nine p.m. You boys need to keep it. Uh, PG. You boys need to keep it clean. Yes. Uh, 9.40 Eastern first pitches, the Texas Rangers and the Auckland Athletics, which is Spencer Howard uh, for Texas. And Cole Irvin, the lefty, goes for Auckland. And I think we've got some lines on this one. So it's quite interesting game, the handicap, actually. Uh, it's a pick em, minus 110 each of two. Uh, total set at seven and a half. And Noah, we throw this straight over to you. Yeah, this is another one of the spots that I was talking about. It's just terrible, awful for for Texas. They have their all stars going from LA to Miami, and most of the other teams going from Arlington to Miami for one game in Thursday afternoon. And now you're flying back out to Oakland, 
Oakland for a weekend series. It's just uh, not a good travel situation for the Rangers. And based upon gambling uh, principle, I'm grabbing a piece of this Oakland price. I think they could be uh, a favorite going into tomorrow. Um, And now let's just talk about pitchers. I'm taking that without even knowing the pitchers, but honestly, (laughs) uh, Spencer Howard, he's one and one in four starts this year. He's got 697 ERA. Uh, 18 strikeouts, nine walks, and 20.2 innings pitched. He's got a 12 ERA on the road. I, it's it's tough to get behind that, especially when Cole Urban's going really well as of late. He's yeah. he's four and seven on the year, but he has eight quality starts. He's got a 3.21 ERA, 62 strikeouts, 19 walks, and 95.1 innings pitched. Urban's last three starts they've been super impressive. Two against Houston, one against uh, Toronto. He he had a total of a 188 ERA in those three starts. Give me Oakland, guys. Come on. Yeah. Um, Dylan, you, you nodding away there in, in agreement. <laughs> yeah, he literally took everything I was going to say. Scary play here coming off the double header against the Tigers, but I think A's staying at home, which is a good spot. I, I just think the A's have the pitching advantage here with Irvin on the mound. He's looked terrific in his last three starts, like Noah said, uh, against really good lineups, twice against the Astros, the Blue Jays, and even against the Yankees. I know they lost, but he pitched really well. He just can't get run support. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the bullpens out of the equation. I'm going to take the A's first five money line because – I just don't trust the A's bullpen. We've seen it time in and time again where they just get the lead, give it to the bullpen, and they just blow it. So I'll take the bullpen out of the equation. I'll put my faith in Cole Irvin. I think he's the better pitcher. Give me the A's first five. Mate, that's a really, really nice angle. I've written down the A's on the money line for all the reasons you just talked about. Um, But it it rarely occurs to me to take these first fives. I'm still um, always drawn to those money line bets. So, yeah. that that's a different way of skinning the same cat. So yeah, no problem with that at all. I do like Cole Irvin, one sixty eight home ERA. For Spencer Howard, I've got written down few innings, always runs. Uh, so <laughs> that pretty much sums him up <laughs> in a nutshell. Uh, so yeah, we'll take Oakland there. Um, ten ten Eastern first pitch is the Houston Astros at the Seattle Mariners. Uh, now this uh, Jose Akidi has gone up as the pitcher in literally the last seven or eight minutes. Um, for Houston and Marco Gonzalez uh, is going for Seattle. So uh, there's no lines up. Um, the books haven't uh, reacted yet. I can take you briefly uh, through the pitches. I'll just try and grab some some notes on Urquidy here. Um, is eight and four. Uh, Gonzalez ready or you want me to grab Gonzalez? Um, no, I've got... No, I've, I had Gonzalez ready anyway. It's just Urquidy that I didn't have. Um cool. Akiri eight and four has a four zero nine ERA. He's pitched ninety four in two thirds with a one twenty five WHIP. Uh, Marco Gonzalez is five and nine. Um, he has an ERA of three fifty. Uh, has pitched one hundred innings and one third, uh, and has a WHIP of one thirty seven. Didn't get much further. Well, I didn't get any further. In fact, uh, handicapping this game because I didn't know who I was handicapping. So um, I can uh, I can reveal that it's going to be a key for the Astros. But on, after that, um, not much else for me on this one. Anything, boys? Uh, this is another travel spot. You're going for a doubleheader in Houston. The Yankees up to Seattle for a three-game set against a very hot Mariners team. I'm kind of leading Mariners, and I was leading Mariners before Houston even announced the pitcher. Yeah, I'll probably uh, lean with the Mariners as well. First five plus a half. I don't think the Mariners um, are going to have a very good second half of the season. Uh, They're just having right a side. Absolutely. Well, yeah, that was last week. Um, I got there's no right the now, is playoffs. there? There's no such thing as right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Dylan's down here. <laughs> no, I'm not having it. Uh, okay, one more game. Um Again, not much. Uh, we've got a missing picture on this one as well. So it's the San Francisco Giants at the LA Dodgers. Um, Logan Webb, we know, will go for the San Francisco Giants. Um, the Dodgers is TVD, but I know Dylan, you and Moon have handicapped uh, Urias last night for the Dodgers. It turns out Mitch White is going to go, which you'd think means Urias is going to go tomorrow. However, uh, you think about your Tyler Anderson uh, off his standard five days. So, it's got a long story short. Um, we've got no odds, um, and I have no 
um, opinions on that one at all. Noah, uh, the Giants at the Dodgers, any thoughts? Double check an injury report because uh, the last thing uh, today, like last minute before the game started, uh, the Tigers put down Bo Brisky onto the IL. So I'm just checking to see if uh, Urias was like a late decision. Um, no, he, he's still healthy. So uh, it's either probably Urias or Anderson, both left handed pitchers. Um, we'll have to get on the lefties. Uh, Dylan, anything to add on this one? Uh, no, just some interesting thing that, uh, the Giants, they won all three games when they were home against the Dodgers. Dodgers won all three games when they were home. Uh, they all covered the run line. So uh, you got to imagine Dodgers would open up here. I don't expect them to open up a big favor because Logan Webb is having a really good year. Maybe a minus 130, minus 135. You, you got to think maybe around there. I, I think that we see a small total, like seven and a half. So, those are just early predictions that I think the lines will open up at. Yeah, you're absolutely, I don't think I've seen a Giants game this year where the line hasn't been seven and a half. It's just a yeah. standard Giants line. It doesn't matter who they're playing. 100%. Um, be, yeah, because the pitching's okay and they don't score many runs. Uh, Justin Turner is going to have a big second half of the season. I've just decided in the last five minutes, so I'm just going to throw out hot second of the half of the season take. So the Mariners are going to suck. Justin Turner's going to tear it up. Uh, so if you've got a pen, I, I do have that a note that I quickly looked up. Like I said, we'll have to see how the Giants do against lefties. They're the seventh best hitting team against left-handed pitching with a 770 OPS. Okay, nice. Um, okay, lock and dog time uh, to come. I've got a feeling these dogs could be quite juicy because we've uh, we've thrown out a few. I will tell you first about IP Vanish, uh, the official VPN of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Um, IP Vanish will make sure you are not giving away all of your private data to hackers, advertisers, and other prying eyes um, by helping you stay truly private and secure on the internet and encrypt 100% of your data. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online, looking after your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, etc. Um, you can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Um, even for streaming, use it on your Fire Stick. And IP Vanish are offering our listeners um, 70% off the yearly plan with a 30-day money-back guarantee, the equivalent of getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is dead easy to use. Tap one button and you will be covered, taking the privacy back with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Go to ipvanish.com slash SGP. And use that promo code SGP to claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. Okay, we tried our level best here to fetch out um, some winners on the games where we could. Um, we will start with Mr. Noah Benick. Um, give us a lock and a dog and make it good. Can I deflect while I'm looking for a stat? I'll make it good, I promise. I just need a minute. Do you, do you want Dylan to go first? Yes, please, Malcolm. Okay, Dylan, you're up. Pinch uh, in for Noah. I love bat and lead off here. Give me the Phillies on the money line as my lock, minus 135. I think this this line is very generous. I think they should be a much bigger favorite here at home. Going to feed the Cubs and Justin Steele. And for my dog, going to back my boy Cal Quantra here. I, I don't think Lucas Giolito should be this big of a favorite, especially with how bad the White Sox are at home. Give me Cal Quantra here and the Guardians at plus 142, and hopefully we get a better price here. Okay, I like that. Confident, Dylan. Uh, Noah, are you ready for us now? Yeah, so my lock's going to be the Baltimore <laughs> Orioles run line, plus one and a half, minus 110. They are eight and four on the run line against the Yankees this year. Um, and then my dog is going to be which one of my most there's a, a, a ton of them but i was spending all of my time on looking up that stat instead of finding the one i like the most the dog that i like the most for today is going to be uh <sighs> cleveland against the let's Chicago go i like it oh. Okay, see, we had three dogs here between, and we had Cleveland, we had Baltimore, and we had Cincinnati. So Dylan took Cleveland. I thought you were going to then take one of the others. Um, and I, I take the third one. My, I flipped it to the plus yeah, one. Yeah, you did, yeah. Um, so for my lock, 
Um, I hadn't written a lockdown. I was so excited about all these dogs. I hadn't got round to uh, to finding a lock here, actually. <laughs> That's um, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's why I had to For my dogs, then, I'll, I'll, I can't decide between Cincinnati and Baltimore. I'm going to say Baltimore, actually. Um, I think they're probably a little bit more... Well, in fact, they're, they're not probably. They're definitely just slightly more trustworthy than Cincinnati. If you want to, you can take a unit and get a sharp knife and chop it in half and put half on Baltimore and half on Cincinnati. Um but I will give Baltimore as my official player. They've been kind to me uh, fairly recently. The Yankees didn't blow my skirt up, particularly tonight when I watched them. Uh, and I think Tyler Wells has been going okay against them so far this season. Uh, for my luck, I'm talking with the athletics, but that would be a little bit bonkers. Um, I'm going to yeah. stay true to my guy, um, Luke, Jason, Justin Steele, and take the under nine there at minus 110. So, I haven't mushed your lock, Dylan. Um, the Phillies can still win. They just have to do it without scoring a load of runs. And Steele can keep them down. Cubs aren't going to score any runs. Um, so we just need Steele to go relatively okay, which he has been doing. Um, so so I'm happy to take him um, as uh, to, to go under nine there for my lock. Um, so and Malcolm, that, we're at, we're at yes. 46 minutes here. And uh, some fans may want to know about the deal that we struck in fantasy. Well, yeah, you uh, you've got busy. I think I think you've probably panicked. No, is what you've done. Uh, you so oh, far no. down the stand. No, you have panicked. Uh, it's it's a it's a fire <laughs> sale. He's tanking. He's tearing it, it down, Dylan. He's tearing it down. He's yeah. He's it getting rid of everybody. Um, he's the he's the Pittsburgh Pirates owner. Is what he's doing. Oh my god, um, Lord! No, it's yes. Yeah, so, so he's thrown <clears throat> out a few trade offers to 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 the big boys at the top the top end of the table like me. Yeah. Um, However, he threw out his premium pitches to, to a lot of people, said they were all on the trading block, and he offered me uh, slightly further down the board pitches. But yeah, you, you offered me Christian Javier and yeah. Lourdes Guriel Jr. for Kyle Schwaber. And yeah. I've had a little think about it, and yeah, have, have I accepted that trade? I've got home runs coming out of my ears, so I can actually forego a few. And you were right, what you said. You sold it to me really nicely. You did. You, you put a lovely little paragraph, Dylan, in the uh, in the trade box. Yeah, um, it was a little <laughs> sales pitch off um, Dragons Den. What do you call Dragons Den in your country? It's called something else, isn't it? Dragons Den. I've never Where, heard that. In my no, life. never heard of it. Right, you do. I like the pro people. Yes. Go down the rabbit hole. No, it's a TV show. People go on and pitch business ideas. Oh, Shark all. Tank. Shark there Tank. you go. Shark Tank. Yeah, you see, Dragon's Den's too nuanced to phrase. For Shark Tank. Jesus. So, yeah, he, he made a little Shark Tank pitch to me. Uh, and I invested. I invested uh, oh, Kyle Schwab into, into Noah's business. Uh, and I've taken I've taken on Lotus Guriel. Because I need yeah, ratios, you were right. I've taken Christian yeah. Javier and Guriel off your hands. So, yeah, I'm all yeah. right with that. Um, mm -hmm. Ratios were where you were struggling, and it, ratios are where I've actually done quite well this year. Batting average, ERA, and WHIP is where I've done well. That's not what I was aiming for, but those are my strengths, and those are pretty good strengths I have. And when you have a, a ton of them to like kind of hand off, Javier is a, a, a guy that you know he does have really good upside with the Astros as well to keep getting you wins. And I need bombs. I'm only I'm like 50 out of the playoffs when it comes to bombs. So I, I'm just hoping for a couple a couple of bombs from Schwarber to help me out. Because uh, yeah, I, I watched Javier start actually with a little bit of extra interest, knowing that he was coming across uh, to join my guys in the clubhouse this week. And I yeah, one, I'm, I'm all right one with it. Last so. start. One last start out of Javier. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, maybe that'll get you out of the uh, out of the the bottom two you and know, into the. I'm into the I still have a single couple figure players wheeling and dealing because I had I had McClanahan and I had Gonsolin on the trade block that I announced to everybody and we'll see we'll see if we have any takers. Yeah, so looking forward. To, I've been bereft actually this week with no lineups to set on Monday. I just didn't know what to do with myself. I've been twiddling my thumbs all week, so I've uh, made a lot of trade offers and uh, I've been on the waiver wire and stuff. It's been fun. Um, Excellent. Well done, boys. I enjoyed that a lot. That was good chat. I think we handicapped it. I'm confident going at the second half of the season, refreshed, confident. Uh, we are going to smash the daylights out of this second half. So uh, really looking forward to it. Uh, you boys have both got articles to write for uh, Foxy tonight. What are you you writing up for the sportsgamblingpodcast.com? Uh, Noah, what are you writing up? 
Uh, I got a boxing match this weekend on ESPN Plus. It's a top-ranked match between uh, Isaac Dogbay and Joette Gonzalez, and I'm also covering the undercard. So I got a couple of plays in there that I'll be writing. Okay. Dylan, what are you writing up for us? Uh, Bellator 283 on Showtime. Oh, so it's all the fighting with you two boys, is it? I, I will add is I – I will be getting busy here, and we are looking for boxing writers. Foxy's going to love this little shout-out. Um, I'm not, like, 100% committed to the whole scene. I don't know anything that goes on over there in Europe, Malcolm. Maybe you do with nope. uh, a lot of the heavyweights over there. But No. But, yeah, I, I can't cover the whole scene. I do very well with ESPN and um, other big fights, but... Uh, it's it's just very big, and he's looking to have a weekly article. And with college football coming up, I'm going to be working the socials for TC, so it's going to be tough. That's also Saturday night Saturday night stuff. So, yeah, if somebody's no, out a, there that's interested in it, there's a there's a spot. I'm a lover, not a fighter. I don't know anything about the boxing or the MMA, unfortunately. So uh, well, good luck watch, with that. <laughs> yeah, you boys uh, work hard on that. Um, I will leave thanks. the listeners with well, this: is jump on that Braves price immediately. Braves to turn over the Angels tomorrow. Yeah, uh, late, late yeah. bonus Dylan. lock. Dylan, Dylan's got his arm in the air. Yeah, one thing before I leave. Um, that is coming. Hopeful that the Mets go and add someone. I, I've been hearing rumors about maybe going getting Pablo Lopez and Trey Mancini oh, wow. from the Orioles. So Buy low and I, Lopez. I, I, I like that, and we're gonna get Juan Soto. So no, it, it's going good. to the Cardinals. Get those yeah. futures in on the Cardinals, baby. Okay. Hey, they yeah, they, yeah. they do very good at per, uh, perching these guys or pulling these guys. Arenado from the Rockies, Goldschmidt from the D-backs. They have a history of yeah, getting these big they fish. They won't win. We got Steve Cohen money. They don't got Steve Cohen money. Uh, that is true. Okay, that's an argument for another day, gents. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks, everyone, for joining in. Um, the Discord, uh, remember, get across there where you can have as much chat as you like. Um, we'll be back tomorrow with some variation of the gang uh, to handicap Saturday's games. Uh, we appreciate all your support. Um, until then, good luck, and we will see you down the road. Cheers. Cheers.